This is a fucking shit show. This is an absolute shit show. Yes, uh, how are you doing, YouTube producers? Hey, are you producing shows or reproducing babies? Now that is a bot. Welcome back. It is the shit show. We're going to talk some shit. We're going to drink some whiskey. But today, we're going to start with something a little bit different. For audio listeners, you're not going to be able to visually see this, but should have a similar effect. Today, we're going to try probably one of the biggest podcast sponsors of all time, and uh, or at least in recent times. Yeah. You've seen them. You originally thought, is that a spiked seltzer? Is that some kind of alcoholic beverage? It's not. No. Kind of looks like it would be, though. It does. Interesting branding, for sure. Today, we're trying Liquid Death. Flash to the cam. So, we're going to see how this thing works. Yeah, let's try it out. And uh, let's crack this baby open. And then we will might be able to get a little bit into the backstory. Oh, it's bubbly. <laughs> it's bubbly. It's looking like water. It's looking just like water. Okay, that's good. Something that checks good. out, checks out. I was hoping it would be some different color. I really was. I kind of was, too. Yeah. Like, that's the whole scheme? Yeah, like, liquid. It should be black. Bit. This water should be black, man. Right? Darkness. Because, like, liquid, it's the whole thing. Hopefully, it's, like, super, we, Yo, and just to good. say, we're thirsty as... No, we're very thirsty. Man. Yeah. We just hit some... Go- like, we kept... We're, we're purposely parched right now. Yeah. So we can engage yeah, in this uh, live on-air review. Uh, neither Trent nor I have ever tried Liquid Death before. No. And uh, I'm a big water guy. Huge water guy. Yeah. All day. It's basically 99% of what I drink during the day is just straight up water. And I'll just preface with, it is the sparkling water version yeah. of Liquid Death Black Can. We're going to go into this. Let's cheers and get it. Yep. To the shit show, baby. Hell yeah. Let's go. You want to go first? It's... Uh, <laughs> I can't, I mean, dude, if I drink a lot of sparkling water, I might be able to decipher how good liquid death sparkling water is, but. So, I'll put it to you this way. It doesn't have the normal, um, the normal kind of like seltzery taste. It looks, it tastes more just like straight up water that has bubbles, which normally a lot of seltzers are, they have like this kind of like flavor to them, like mm-hmm. this like seltzery flavor. Yes, yeah, so this is more of a, uh. Just fl- it's very it's very flat for a seltzer. It's it's pretty flat for its seltzer. Um, yeah, there, it is not flavored. It is an unflavored. No, it's just it's literally water. just water. Yeah, it's literally this just- is unflavored seltzer water, dude. I guess that's the whole thing. I guess so. So the gimmick is the can, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the can is the whole thing. The, the point of this, right? Yeah. The point of Liquid Death is that. They are, I don't know, it's not, see, this is where I'm I'm like, this is like a, a right-wing save the environment thing, you know, uh, is what it is off, off the rip, kind of, kind of, because it's like, if you did a water company to save the environment, wouldn't it kind of all be, aren't most of them all about that? You know how, like, the whole can and everything is, like, just plastered with it. This is not that. It is. It is, it is plastered. Yeah, but it's Look, not on read, initial, you don't know, but I'm talking brain. Read the can. No, no, no. no. Read I'm talking can. initial. Yep. If I'm in a store 
and I'm going to buy this. Mm-hmm. Like, I like... It's not... I'm not saying it's a bait and switch, but okay. I do like how the branding does not signify... This is like... This is like biker, like, font, dude. Yeah, it looks kind of... You know it looks It looks kind of more, like, hardcore. It looks like right? an IPA. Yeah, it looks like a beer. looks straight up like a beer. Looks like an IPA. But that's what I'm... But what it's I'm saying is initial water. impression, if you're seeing this... Yeah, and it is just water. Now, if you go into the story, they do they go into this. It honestly is really good. Hashtag death to plastic. It's it's just it's literally just water, but it has this like oh there's like a it, different it taste. It doesn't though? have the 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 I don't know how to describe it. The seltzery kind of like yes. um like maybe it's the like the CO two that gets pumped through it that makes it you know makes it all bubbly that gives it that little bit of a taste. Yeah, I'm just not really getting it. Like it just tastes like if you literally went to your tap, poured out water into a cup. But it had bubbles to it, like a soda stream. It's just like literally just straight up water. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. It's pretty good. I like it. Yeah, I like it. So I mean, what's it seems, up? It seems like probably a waste of money to spend. I don't even know how much this was. Do you know how much? It did? No, I don't a remember. A few dollars, probably. Or? It was probably a few dollars. Yeah. See, that's where I'm like, how is this sustainable, sense. though? Uh, marketing. I'm saying, how's it sustainable if you were to embed it in your life? Like, is the point for you to buy it and go, all right, this is cool, but like, I'm just gonna go back to water bottles? No, I think I think the whole thing is that you're gonna buy into the gimmick that this is going to hydrate you more than regular water will. That's mm-hmm. I think that's the gimmick, is that they're like, oh well, if you buy it, it looks cool, it's a cool can, yep, you know, it's murdering your thirst. I mean, it says it right on the on the thing here, you know, it's like, oh, that makes sense, like it's gonna hydrate me more. Um, but it's just regular. Okay, it's just regular water. I mean, it's can really you hydrate place. yourself with seltzer water? Can you yeah, hydrate yourself? It's still water. Yeah, it's still water. It's still hydrating you. Yeah, but, but there's, there's something got bubbles about, to it. Yeah, but there's something about the bubbles where I go. I'm not getting the same hydration effect. I don't know, but I just drank that whole thing because I'm really fucking thirsty. I'm not that. Thir- Wait, do you I'm have regular water now? Do you have regular water here. Yeah. Get some regular. Yeah, let's do regular water now. Well, fuck, dude, this is a lot of water. You're gonna have to that. murder that, dude. I can't. Oh, did you know? Did you know that you could help fit a whole beer in this glass? That makes sense. It's wi- It's wider, so... Damn, I must just be like, have a child brain, dude. Because I was blown away that I was a whole beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I mean, it's it's not that crazy. Cause like, like when you're a kid and you're like, no, you can't fit it in that tall glass. Yeah, those like, two squares aren't the same color, but they are. Don't get me started on colors, dude. I can't do that. You never Have you, you seen those, right, where they have like the... The, the two squares that are on like a gradient and like one looks like gray and the other one looks like blue when you look at them ne- not next to each other but then like you see it like when they're next to each other and they're literally the same exact color have you seen those no I've seen like psychological things yeah it's like just like that. it kind of just like fucks like up that. your like because you, your brain doesn't perceive them because they're not near each other and they're oh. in different like spaces that they look oh, like so the context of where they are is going to change how your eye looks. How your eye sees it, yeah. Understand. Yeah, so it looks like a different color. I like those, like, visual illusions and things like that. They're interesting. Like, it kind yeah. of uh, plays on the, like, oh, magic. Wait. Shit, we should talk about magic. Too. Oh, no, don't even, fu- dude, forget that, dude. Um, magic eye. You know what magic eye is? Magic guy? No, eye. Magic eye. eye. No. Magic eyes. No. Oh, bro. So, there's <laughs> this big, dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, so it's one of these things that's, like, it was big, like, in, the, like, the 90s. Mm-hmm. There was, like, the Magic Eye books, right? So there are these books that have these pictures on them. And when you look at the picture, it looks like just a bunch of nothing. Like, it's hard to describe. I'm going to literally pull it up so I can show you what this looks like. Um, 
Hold on. So is this one of those like those things in school where they sh- you have to determine like or you have to find like what when you look at the picture and you're like what are you seeing like I see a lady no, I see a no 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 so there's actually there's actually an image inside of this hold on let me um let me go back here uh, hold on so good on. we got it. yeah we're rolling um these things uh, are just there that 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 looks like some shit that I would have easily gotten into oh. I fucking love it. It's this just shit. nobody put me on it. So, huh? so um, I, mean, I just want to make sure it's not going to get fucked up with. Uh, no, you got it. Yeah, this. that's. Um, uh, it's, it's. It should be fine. It, 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 they're like, th- th- I was so obsessed, man. Like, I was so obsessed with magic and like things like this. Yeah. That if you would have put me on this, dude, it would have been game over. Oh, dude. So, okay. So, so if you're looking at this and I'm sharing it on the screen so you can see this. So, this picture is, it looks like there's like. I don't know, like, if you're looking at this, okay, so you see, like, little fish, and, like, you see, like, different colors or whatever, but that's not the point of this picture at all. So, within this image, you have to basically, to to see the actual picture, you have to, like, almost unfocus your eyes, like, you have to, like, look at it, like, kind of dead straight on, unfocus your eyes on the image, and you can actually see a 3D image inside of that image. But if you're just looking at it regularly like this, you'll never see it. And most people who look at it, like most people can't do this. It's very not easy to do. You might have a better like result if you like try to do it. I kind of want to like, I kind of want to at some point just pull up the big version of it so I can actually do it. Oh, let me see if I can go to this. So I can try to look at it and it will angle the TV. Oh, there we go. Here, just do that. Um, can I zoom out a little bit? Uh, Yeah, yeah, probably. There we go. You can hit the X on that up there. Oh, there we go. You centered it. So, here, let me... Uh, for people listening, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. But this was too good not to talk about, yeah, especially if you've to. never done this before. So Video version is on YouTube. So, like, I'll have to, like, super get in here to, like, actually do it. Uh, it's, it's, it's not easy on a screen, I'm not going to lie. I kind of see it, though. Yeah, you almost have to be like at the right angle. I see people marching a little bit, maybe. Dude, I think I think I need the. Do you still have the book? <laughs> Fuck, dude, I'm I'm kind of pissed that I'm not getting it right now. Maybe it's like just the angle or whatever it is. But so basically, again, there's an image inside of this magic image. eye. Magic eye, bro. It was big in the '90s. It was big in the '90s. Oh, dude, and I, I had love the shit like I that. had the book, and uh, I used to like look at it all the time, and dude. nobody like I. I've ever I've always tried to get people to try and like see it and like look at it, but like I've never really had anybody else who could successfully do it that yeah, I we, that I know. We need to have the screen like the full dedicated screen here so we can do stuff like that when the cameras are off to the side and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally, we'll need, do it because it's it's fucking cool. It's really fun when you actually like get it and like you can actually see what's in there. It's fucking awesome. Remember when you were talking to me about that magic guy that you said <laughs> magic guy, not the magic. magic guy, yes, the, the magic, magic guy, guy at work. Yeah. Did, were you, did you add, say that you were, or you said that sparked from you like doing some car tricks or something like that, right? Yeah, so so during COVID, it's I... It's going to get real nerdy here, folks. Super nerdy. Um, during during COVID, when we were literally just fucking sitting at home, um, I started doing little card tricks. That's it. I mean, it was literally simple, just sleight of hand card tricks. I So we did a podcast for a mentalist, and he was a professional card thrower. Oh, that's cool. Which is crazy. Card throwing is insane. Card throwing on jackass, which is really cool. Oh, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Jim Carroll, baby. This might be the first time I'm telling this full story on the podcast, but 
shit show. Let's yeah. go. Beep. So I won't uh, go too far into the non-important details, but essentially this guy's a mentalist and uh, a magician. And it was crazy to think that when I was a kid, I was so obsessed with magic for like such a period of time. Yeah. Know? And went to the magic stores that had like a magic show or whatever and there would be a guy there and then I would buy the sets and the whole thing right yeah yeah and then fast forward however many 15 years later and the second podcast I ever produced was for this mentalist okay and it was a company who hired him to be the host of the podcast and then they were going to use that they were going to leverage his connections to get better guests on the podcast and that's how Gary, we met Gary Busey and all that okay and so and that's how he's why he's <laughs> embedded in the shit show now because I wanted to keep that yeah um, and keep that alive man because that was one of my first productions ever yeah it's really cool too like it's a cool story you know exactly it's a cool connection of like just kind of things working out yeah it's crazy like along the path whether it's like work or like you know something like this where like it's like doing podcasts like the people that you kind of meet and then the people that they know, you know, you like you get these different like angles of connection like you. Oh, I was talking to this guy and he was like, oh, he knows this person and he got me in contact with this guy. And then, you know, it kind of funnels into these weird things and you meet fucking cool people. I mean, it's happened. It's happened to me with my work. I mean, like I've met um, uh, Chip Foose. You know Chip Foose? Uh, I know the name. I don't know. Yeah, he's like a very uh, he's like one of the most famous um, like car uh, custom paint designers oh. so he'll like he had like a show on tv he like takes cars and then like they rework them and customize them and then paint them in these crazy paint schemes um and he was at a trade show that i was at and he was like signing autographs and stuff and pictures and i just went up and said hey you know like cool to meet you and then he was like yep. yeah thanks man like <laughs> that was it i was like all right see you later yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, i'm not like super weird like i don't know if you've ever like been around like i don't know celebrities oh, or whatever definitely and like i feel like some people just like can't handle it you know what I mean? They're like, um, yeah, oh, I'm such a, a big fan, and I like, uh, and it's like, I feel so bad for like those people because I'm like, it's just like they're just regular fucking people, man. Like, you know, I don't know. Depends I'm always have depends how big of a fan you are for sure, but that's true. That's that is true. Yeah, I mean, there's probably people where all of us would maybe do that, but uh, the ones the celebrities that I've met, not to name drop them, name drop. Well, I'll say this one, yeah. great, great one. Okay. I consider him a celebrity. He's a celebrity to me. Yeah. Asher Roth. Yeah. The most, the chillest guy, one of the chillest people in general I've ever met. <laughs> yeah. So, and for him to like, what made it with Asher is that, first of all, how we met, which is he was getting a glue stick from the guy who was helping me record my album. <laughs> <laughs> Just a straight up Elmer Dude, this glue is the stick, scenario. Bro. This is the scenario. Dude, 100%. Straight up Elmer glue stick. This scenario of meeting Asher Roth. I'm recording it with my friend Beach Links. We're up in... Um, we're up in his apartment and his apartment building is like kind of all their homies basically live there. Yeah. Okay. You know, and they all are in the same building. Like they know everybody. It's a little mini community. Sure. And my friend beach, his apartment is like the central location. Okay. And so I'm in there recording and you essentially record in his living room. Like it's all open area, like a nice, big, beautiful apartment. And he gets a FaceTime while we're putting the song together. One of the songs. And it's Asher. And he's like, Hey man, do you have a glue stick? Like I need a glue stick for this thing. And I'm like, word? Yeah, so right. he goes, yeah, man, I have a good stay. Come on up. <laughs> yeah. So he comes up and uh, just introduces himself like normal. Hey, I'm Asher. What's going on, Sully? Whatever. And this is probably. Is his name actually Asher? I don't know if that's. Yeah. Weird. Is that a weird I'm pretty sure that's his government name. I'm pretty sure. Is it? Okay. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to keep talking. Sure. I'm going to look it up. I have I'm nothing. Just to, I've never heard that. It's not. But so we're up there. Asher Roth pulls up. Typical meet and greet. Gets the gets the uh, glue stick. 
you know, I don't know. We might have talked for 30 seconds or something like that. Then I see him at an event a couple years later. Mm-hmm. He, like, he, it wasn't as if we met for the first time. You know how it's like, imagine you met a celebrity or somebody you look up to, whatever, yeah. and you met them one time. Yeah. You're really hoping that they remember you. Yeah, but you're expecting them not to. You're expecting them not. Yeah, because they meet so many fucking people. They're doing so much shit. I've now seen Asher four times, and he says what's up to me. I say what's up to him. Like, it's a mutual thing. We don't know each other that well, but we yeah. know, both know each other exists. Yeah. And I fuck with that. Like, that's, yeah, that's the cool. type. Like, I don't look at a relationship like a... Like, we're just homie acquaintances, whatever you could consider it, you know? Yeah. Love his shit. Always have. Still keep up with it. Yeah. Um, did a great interview um, on another podcast as well. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, forgetting the name of the podcast, but... Yeah, man. So, like, that's how I don't look at it like, oh, this is a celebrity. Like, it, they all are just regular people just going about their lives. And, like, they just have some of them have bigger platforms or have been on bigger stages or have been on bigger productions. But at yeah. the end of the day, like, there's just levels to the shit. It just depends. You know, yeah. they're just might be at a different level or maybe have reached a different level. Mm-hmm. But that's the reality of celebrity. It's not the appearance doesn't really what you see of them mm-hmm. doesn't r- make any difference yeah for the most part um it's really just who that person is and that's you wouldn't treat anybody else any differently true because you only saw you i would hope not you know yeah. saw them in 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 a few saw them visually but didn't actually talk to them sure or, or just watch something or listen to something with them or even an artist what happens a lot of times is you get an artist and their music might be the craziest most intellectual bars on bars on bars and going in and then they can't when they talk about their art it's like no it's 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 there's no that expression doesn't translate through the conversational words yeah. the same way it does through the art True. so then you go wait up that's fucking almost everybody yeah, yeah so you can't look at a celebrity it's like dude they did a role or they made an album it might be the greatest of all fucking time but at the end of the day they are this uh this that's just one fucking you know, one, 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 yeah, one, one thousandth of everything they've done. Right. It's one piece of the puzzle. Yeah. And you've only seen five things out of the 10,000. <laughs> yeah. So to think that that's any indication of who this person is. Yeah. Like, true. Unless I, a podcast, probably the closest thing that you can get. Like I would not listen to an artist and go, that's the artist. Like that's the artist, but that's probably not them specifically. Well, and, right? and yeah, to add on to that, like, I don't know if you, um, if you remember when, uh, Eminem put out the, uh, Kamikaze album, uh, it was a couple years ago now. A few years back. Yeah. Um, the whole big thing was around the beef between him and MGK. Remember it was like, Oh, the diss track and you know, whatever. So, um, I actually would love some just regular water for now. I'm still. Just, oh, you want to go back and forth? Uh, go to get the balance now. You can have the. <laughs> yeah, I need. There I need, we go. We do the I reverse need, taste test. Yes, exactly. By the way, just to cut off there um, or to jump in, we're doing the reverse taste test. And so now we're going to taste regular water and see, yeah, see where see, we end up. See how we feel. I'll pour it. Um, but yeah, so, um, so Eminem, after the album, basically everybody was waiting for him to have a response to. MGK's diss track and they're like oh like is he gonna is he gonna jump back is he gonna say anything like is he gonna put out another diss track uh is he gonna put out a diss track responding to MGK whatever so he went on with uh Sway not uh, on the um you don't have the answer Sway <laughs> yeah um they did a they did an interview like a five episode long like each of them was like 20 minute long interview about the album about where like Eminem was thinking and this and that 
and it's like you listen to what Eminem's saying. Like those questions that Sway is asking are like good questions. Mm-hmm. Like they're like he's like you know so you had this line in this song. Like what does that mean? You know what do you are, what are you trying to like put sh- a shot at this guy? Like you know, what was your intention there? And Eminem's like yeah I don't know man just like rapping and like and you're like what? <laughs> you're yep. like what? He's like not really answering. And then like he'll go off and tell a whole different story. And you're like. This doesn't even have anything to do with what we're supposed to be talking about. So it's like you really can't, you can't, like you were saying, you can't really like take like one piece of like an artist's work and be like, that's who that person is, like signed, sealed, delivered. You know what I mean? No, I, I think Kanye is a fantastic example, man. I think Kanye might be one of the best examples of having a persona that is not completely separate from your art, but lives on its own. Mm not on the back of his music. Like, he's a great example of that, of the artist's persona and the art artist it's himself or herself or whoever. Dude, what, yay? It's, it's not. He's, like, his own person, and then he's Kanye. Yeah. You know? And I think he's kind of had some mix-ups between who's yay, who's Kanye, who's Kanye West. It's like, it's the lines are blurred. Yeah. I watched a recent interview with him. I actually liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I don't know, dude. There's just something, there's this thing that people say. Um, people say many things about Ye, but I don't know. It, I don't, I'm not this type of person to be like, well, bro, I'm an artist, so I understand what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that to be true, though. Sure. Like, I want me to be like, I fucking know what yeah. he's talking about. Yeah, like, I'm like, tapped into this bro, shit. I you know. guys don't get it, but I totally get it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but I really don't. A lot of what people say about him, I don't see the crazy that they see. Like, I just, okay. like, he seems more rational to me than what I've seen people portray him as. Not, like, right now, I'm saying. Before, he's done some really irrational stuff, and I'm not going to throw that out the window. No, I mean, I think, like, I get what you're saying. Like, like Kanye never really was, like, you didn't really, like, listen to anything that he said, and you're like, this dude is completely fucking in a different planet. Yeah. You're like, oh, this guy has been pushed to a breaking point that, you know, whatever, either with his music or his fashion or his, like, his public slash personal private life. Like, Kanye got exploited part, partly on his own doing. I mean, let's be real. Um, to the point of, like, he, break of the breaking point for him so like he started to go past that point of being like i can't fucking take this shit anymore and just anybody would break so i don't really think that kanye is crazy like i don't like when people say that because i'm like imagine being in his shoes you know what i mean like you probably fucking go crazy too you know what i mean like let's be real um but i don't i don't think kanye is crazy i i just think that he now because he's been pushed to that point he kind of lives in this weird world that in a way he's kind of created for himself i mean it's no i i would say yes he lives in a real weird world that's created for himself 100 percent. and my piggyback to that is i think he just loves control it seems Mm. to me these are very small indications that i'm taking as fact yeah but if you take him on jre for example he talks about running his business from his phone. Like, I do all my own finances. I do all my own blah, blah, blah. If that's true, how and to what extent it's true, I don't know. But what I do know from that, if I were to guess, if I were to run a company that big, would... And he may just be talking about the accessibility of what phones can do, but I don't think that's what he's talking about. I think what he's talking about is that 
he can control it. At, and I think he likes to exercise. Like, some decisions that he makes are, like, say, with the old Navy deal going. I'm not sure if you saw that. I don't know. He yeah. cut off his deal with them. And Adidas, I think, both. Okay. I think it's a control thing, dude. Yeah. I mean, like, I think even, too, like, he's... And honestly, when he's saying, like, he can do his whole business from his phone, I believe it. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe that because think about all the things that he doesn't have to do for himself, right? He doesn't have to drive. Like, he doesn't have to, like you know, schedule me like that shit all gets taken care of for him. So all he has to do is look at his phone and be like, I want sneakers that have no laces have make, have my design team make up 50 different types of sketches. And I want to see what they come up with. Yeah. You know, and then he gets them all sent, you know, airdrop them to me. Okay, sure. Fucking why not? You know what yeah. I mean? Boop. There they are. Okay. I like this one. I like that one. And maybe this color. I want to, you know what I mean? Let's like, I kind of believe that because he's not doing all the other shit. Like, he's like, oh, Kanye, we got to drive to New York City today, you know, from, I don't know, wherever. Okay, it's a two-hour drive. Okay, he's sitting in the back on his phone. Mm-hmm. So, sure, why wouldn't he be able to run his business from his phone? That, yeah. To me, that makes sense, you know, because he's not doing the shit that, like, everybody else has to do. I guess I was, <laughs> I guess I was wondering what he was saying by that, yeah, and I'm still, I'm just not clear enough on it. Because I also I, didn't watch the, I didn't, I didn't watch it. So could I'm, completely be what you're saying. That could be completely true. It could be the fact that my guy's making decisions on his phone that should take, like, not should. See, this is where it's tough, too, because with business, you want to make decisions fast, so I get that. Yeah. You always do, like, as much as possible, you know. Um, because the longer you wait, it's just a whole uh, domino effect that happens. Yeah, there's there's a certain time interval for everything. Yeah, I mean, dude, if you can make really good decisions very fast, that is how people get rich, dude. Like, that's how rich people function. I don't think people know. Like, rich people is, is a super broad term, so I'd be more specific. But <laughs> people get paid a lot of money. Like, you don't get paid based on uh, – you don't always get paid based on your value. You usually get paid based on your value up to a certain price point, And you kind of get valued out where it's like you're always – you can't rise above how much you get paid because you don't make the next guy as enough money. Okay. I see what you're saying. So you – kind of uh when it comes to people who say and i love this example which is a good one which is the ceo of apple versus warren buffett mm-hmm. who makes more money on apple every year from Apple? probably uh warren buffett yeah so it's not value based sure it's decision based ceo yeah, but, but it's, it's different yeah. though because then you're talking about like stocks and and company value versus like personal individual value you know well what I mean? i'm talking about he took his he used his money to make him money, whereas the CEO used his head and mind and maybe connections to make him money. Oh, I see. Okay, I see. Oh, I'm saying. saying not skill. I'm not talking about their skills yeah, or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, like, people will say, like, oh, the CEO of Apple makes all of this money or whatever. You know, yeah. or the CEO, sorry, Apple's probably a pretty bad example because everybody uses it. But, like, the CEO of this company is making all this money. What the hell? Like, yeah. how could they make that much? Yeah. They're probably getting underpaid. You know, like if you looked at it, like a lot, probably not like some big guys, but it, <laughs> yeah. on paper though, <laughs> right? Think about it though. On paper though, the company's making out with the CEO. Yeah, that's the fucking point. Yeah, yeah. Is I that this guy makes such good decisions, which makes us so much money that we can pay him this much, but we're not paying him half of what we make. Yeah, or whatever. Right. right? You see what I'm saying? Right. So like that's where the conglomerate. Like but that's what business. I'm saying. Like the shareholders really hold the power. Then not not or Warren Buffett technically yeah. would. Then have I mean this, listen it depends on what percentage you own you do have a say depending on your percentage yeah. sure but your say could literally just be pay that guy this much money 
Mm. And he'll make well, the decisions. Well, that's a board members thing for sure. You yeah, know? yeah. Because then it comes down from there, which like that's when it gets into technicals. I love when people talk shit about businesses and CEOs and how much money they should make, and then they don't look at any of the numbers. Mm-hmm. Like they just look at say they just look at profit margin. Mm-hmm. Nike makes eighty percent profit margin and uses these people in this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's the profit margin of the business. Yeah, right. It's like that's just how this business operates. Yeah. It like I don't look at things like. I try not to look at the business decisions as emotional because the people making those decisions are not. They're not looking at, and I'm not backing them. I'm not. I'm not mm-hmm. on their side. Sure. I'm just saying, if you were to try to wonder, if you were to try to figure this thing out, yeah, it's gonna be obvious. Yeah. That it's ba- these decisions are based on criteria that for some reason you're not using because you're trying to supersede that and be like, no, 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 I'm right. <laughs> yeah. But. They go to you and they're like, okay, here's the stock performance. Here's this. Here's the quarterly. Here's the year to date. Here's the CLTV. Here's the CAC. Here's all this shit. And then they lay out the numbers. That's how decisions get made. Sure. So if you were to look at all those numbers and they start asking you questions, you're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Oh, okay. So you don't really want to know how this works. Yeah. You just want to say they shouldn't make that much, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree that companies make a stupid amount of money. Yeah, the right. po- And they underserve their employees they pay them less they overwork them all that stuff companies do that all the time Mm -hmm. but to go look at that with an emotional lens of a logical business makes doesn't make sense to me i think there's i think there's a you have to have some some emotional you know what i mean like it has to like again this is kind of just my opinion like i think that you need to have you need to have both. Like, obviously, you have to have, like, the reasoning, the logic, the, you know, here are the numbers. That's going to correlate to this. And, you know, if we do this, that's going to correlate to these numbers. And then, you know, you base your profits and all that off of off of numbers. Understandably, makes sense. You can't look at that and say, well, the numbers are lying to me because numbers literally don't lie. Right? Yep. I think that when you talk about emotional side of business, um, it might like to me i value like the personal side of it you know what i mean uh that personally like i that's how i look at business you know to me it's like there is a a value in saying something about <laughs> about how people are treated at companies you know what i mean there is there is definitely weight to that again it's it's different because i mean there's so many different ways of looking at it it's it's such a tough conversation it is complex it has it's to be it's so yeah. fucking complex mm-hmm. you know um you know and it's also like this is the society that we live in. You know what I mean? We live in a capitalist society. Mm -hmm. So if you want capitalism, this in a way is a kind of a byproduct of capitalism is, you know, you have people who create companies, create products, they move up and they have people who work and make those products for them. Mm -hmm. They are below the person who owns the company and runs and makes decisions and all this other stuff. While the people below them do all the work. Right. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But I think that across the board, there's a a disconnect between uh, how those people below them are treated. That's where I kind of it gets emotional ish for me where I'm like, you know, yeah, you probably shouldn't be exploiting, exploiting these loopholes to try and, you know, make the people below you work 10 times as hard. That's a good point, though. It is all loopholes. Like yeah, most and legal, legal deposit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not. Uh, yeah, I do it for the people. I don't do it for profit. If I did it for profit margin, I'd have no people working for me right now. Yeah, I would just make all the money. Yeah, I just don't. I take all the money and I put it back. You know, sure. so it's like that's how I run this shit. Yeah, but it's also like, do you want to run a good company? You know, like that's where it's it's different. It's like if you want to run a good company, then you have to have people 
work with like it can't, can't just be about profit. You know what I mean? It has to also be about people mm-hmm. to have a company. You know, if you want to run, um, if you want to run a business versus a company, I think those are two different things in my mind, you know, like a business to me is like, okay, I, you know, I could have a startup, uh, I don't know, selling an app, right? Mm-hmm. I can do that my fucking self if I have the knowledge to, to make an app, right? I don't need a company, you know, I need me who can make the software and can do this and I can whatever. And I sell it for a million dollars. Oh, c- congratulations. You have a business, right? But to have a company, you have to have multiple things going on at the same time. So you have the the people side of it. You have the, you know, the business side of it. You know, you might have a, a store. You might have uh, a website that people have to monitor and run and sell things from, you know. So to me, there's a dis- there's a disconnect between a business and an actual company. I don't know if that kind of makes sense in, in your mind. No, that's a good, like, delineation between the two. Yeah. It's easy, too. The company implies company. Right. Company implies people. Yeah, right. Business implies probably money. That's what I would think, you know? Yeah. But that's, yeah, I've never thought, I have, I'll say I have never thought of a company as different than a business Mm. until now, but I do like the way, that way of looking at it. Yeah, I mean, I'm They're very different. Like, each business is different for sure. Sure. But yeah, there's one, I'm very, uh, I was so intrigued by one person businesses, Mm -hmm. and now I'm not. Like, now (laughs) I'm not at all, because I just like, that scene is like too much for me. Yeah. Um, like, I realized, like, and I had a one-person business, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I still do, uh, partially, but um, I'm basically not anymore entirely, you know? It was like, I was doing my freelance stuff while mm-hmm. I was still building, I guess you could say, a company, mm-hmm. but now I've fully transitioned to running the company. Yeah. But, yeah, that, they, uh, there's just too much, there's so much, man, there's so much, even in a one-person business, the amount of things that... Yeah. The amount of wheels that are turning at one time. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, you outsource, you find people who can run, like you make it, a, you try to make it a well-oiled machine. You sure. Know? And that's the beauty. Like there was not one business person, one man, one girl businesses like there were that like there are today, you know, even sure. 20, 30 years ago. Before the internet, it didn't, it, they it, that didn't exist like that. Yeah, it, it was, was very difficult. It did exist, but it was very difficult. Yeah. But then I think you start talking about like mom and pop kind of shops, you know what I mean? Like. That's when you start talking about, oh, it's a one one person business. Okay, well, then you're talking about like a small mom and pop shop in a small town who's, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. oh, we sell garden equipment or some shit but like that. But now you can know scale I mean? one. Now you can scale a one person business. Whereas before with that, you were tied to your location. Yeah, yeah, right. right. And and imagine if it, I'm Etsy. talking like. Fucking a, Etsy, bro. I'll sell my shovels online on Etsy. Dude, I'll make my, I'll do whatever. I'll I mean, bedazzle them and sell them online. Yeah, but when you're doing the fulfillment. Yeah. And the shipping and everything, and you there's a cap, right? And it's like we're actually reaching this now too, uh, me and Jack right now, mm-hmm. where we're like, okay, cool. How much money can we make with our time right now? Mm-hmm. You know, at this rate, and we haven't really done it yet. Like we're, it's kind of a quarterly thing where it's like each quarter you have to reevaluate your time and sure. your hourly rate, and then how much can we? Where's our cap? And then where are we spending too much time? Um, like eighty twenty principle, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, but yeah, they're they're even with a two person. Or a seven person. There's just there's a cap because I've said it many times, but it's such a truth from Alex Ramosi, which is you can either sell more units or raise your price. That's the only way you make more money. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's one. That's why one person business or that's why one person business doesn't really isn't attractive to me as much because the scaling of one. Now I'm scaling something that's very impersonal, mm. um, because it's so one to one. Um, or one to many, even like a software, right? But it's like, you're not talking to a person. Like I like to do shit where it's, 
like you can go to a person and and the different people have to make each part of it up and then all together it makes a whole yeah but because that just vibes with me a little bit more yeah it's that's how you um you interpret <laughs> you're in business in a way like your your business brain is uh interpersonal so yeah. you you value connection based yeah you value connection relationship uh communication mm-hmm. uh that's how that's how you want to structure your business which yeah. is fine that i mean a whole that's i think that's the best way to do it you know relationship <laughs> selling in a way you know relationship building with business is I don't think that there's a really a better way to do it because how many times have you heard the story about, oh, well, this is like my guy. I buy the stuff from him, you know, or like, you know, oh, this guy's got a lawnmower shop. You know, I've brought my lawnmower to him for 20 years and he's worked on all my stuff or mechanic. You know, it's like there are so mm-hmm. many types of relationships. Referrals are the best sales, too. Yeah, referrals, word, word of mouth. Referrals are the best, dude. People trust yeah. you automatically. It's amazing. I get more water. Too, yeah, dude. They trust Thanks. you. People trust you because people trust you. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, you do a, you do a good job. You have a good uh, result product, and people want to keep coming back to you um, afterwards for more. Yeah, give me more. Actually, this is not on the full business topic, but we have no videos today. But we do have a question from the OG Josh Robinson about thoughts on universal basic income. Okay. And I was explaining this to you a little bit or talking, we were talking about it. Are you familiar with the concept? Uh, I'm just going to say no, so we can just kind of start from scratch. Are you familiar with Andrew Yang? The name sounds familiar. Andrew Yang is a uh, was a presidential candidate, mm-hmm. and he popularized the term and the execution mm-hmm. of, or the potential execution of universal basic income. And essentially, UBI as they call it, mm-hmm. is giving everybody some kind of wage. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the you would give everybody a portion, a stipend okay. of money. I wonder if, is, if that Google answer is good, we'll read it. But <laughs> I just, it's not that it's, why, why, okay. why it's, is UBI not good? All right. Well, <laughs> I, love, fucking, I'll read I just it. love the, the Google like suggested questions. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. If they're good, we got to yeah, read, you can read it. The question is, why is UBI not good? And then we'll go as why you, why is UBI good? Yeah. Universal basic income takes money from the poor. This is Google, not me. Universal basic income takes money from the poor and gives it gives it to everyone, increasing poverty and depriving the poor of much needed targeted support. Universal basic income takes money from the poor and gives it to everyone. It's the same sentence. It's the same sentence. These people are really again. trying to get their Hammer money across, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. UBI takes okay. money yeah, so then, from the uh, poor. Why is UBI a good a idea? Good idea. Mm-hmm. Universal basic income reduces poverty and income inequality and improves physical and mental health. UBI leads to positive job growth and lower school dropout rates. UBI guarantees income from non-working parents and caregivers, thus empowering important traditionally unpaid roles, especially for women. Okay. Now, I did read the second one as if it was completely true, and I read yeah. the first one as if I've read it for the first time. Yes. <laughs> yes, you did. You had a little bit of bias in your uh, in your uh, verbiage there. A little bit of bias in the verbiage, but hey, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're in there. Um, but yeah, dude, the uh, concept itself, I think, is interesting. I think giving people... Well, okay, so this is the example, right? Mm-hmm. The example is Panty Wandy, son. 
The examples. And Wendy. Example. Shout out to Bobby Doc. Yeah. The the um. The example is giving people who ah the first the a tri- uh, uh it's an example it's not UBI but it's giving people money while they don't have a job mm-hmm. during the pandy mm-hmm. that I see as a small kind of case study of the potential of UBI I don't know what anybody did with that money. Yeah. When they weren't working. Uh, Well, uh, I mean, I think we can only speak from our experiences. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure there are people who really needed that money that got it and used it to pay rent, to pay bills, to put food on the table for their family. Like, I'm sure that that happened. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, did that happen for me specifically? No. You know, I I don't even know what I did with the money, to be honest with you. I'll say this. I lost my job. Yeah. So I needed the money. Like, in turn, like I would have been okay without it. Sure. For sure. I would have been okay with that. Like, I would have got by. I would have figured out a way to make more money or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did lose my job. Yeah. Because I have a job in events, live events. Yeah. So I did complete. Like, I am actually. It's kind of funny because I actually just did. Like, I was the uh, one of these people. Like, I lost my job. Yeah. Then I got the stipend sure. in relation to, you know, the money that I lost. Yeah. That I would have lost, I guess you could say. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was beneficial, but yeah, right. like, I don't even know. So if I don't even know. Yeah. But and then, but then my thing would be like, okay, you know, you were what, uh, 20, 21. Yeah. Right. Imagine you were 45 and you had three kids and a, you know, and a wife Way and, a, and a house. And, and for a me to even and, you know value I mean? like, it at this age. Yeah. 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 Somebody who has an entire life going on yeah. and way more bills and way more responsibilities and way more people to take care of. Yeah, I can see that being very beneficial. Right. And here's the deal. What they're probably saying, if you would look deeper into Googling each of these questions, right? Is this good? Is this bad? They're probably going to refer, refer to studies, mm-hmm. right? I would assume at least some of the arguments are going to refer to studies. Yeah. And there are studies and I'm not at liberty to be the person to really dive in just because I don't have the literature in front of me and I don't want to take a whole uh, hour and a half rabbit hole to really dive in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if I were off the top of the dome, completely uninformed and pretty much just random opinions, right? Yep. I would think that there is a point where I would say there is a benefit to giving people a small amount of money. Mm-hmm. Now, I, there's a few things that are probably going to happen, right? So if you give somebody money that doesn't desperately need the money, mm-hmm. they're either going to save it which I think it has to be the rare case because statistically, I do know this off the dome, most Americans can't afford the $500 bill or the $1,000 bill, right? Um, meaning if you get a bill for 500 or 1000 bucks, you have to pay today. Most people can't pay it. Sure. I don't know what the like actual reality is on that, but you've heard that stat probably all the time. Um, so I would think some people would save it. And I think other people would just buy stuff. And I think other people would just, it would kind of be lost in the ether. Mm-hmm. Like it would just kind of go into their account and then just what happens after that. Mm-hmm. So you, there's probably a spectrum for this. And what I th- th- tell me if you think this makes sense. Okay. If they would implement universal basic income, it would have to solve a goal, first of all. Right. Yeah. And they would also have to probably be based on your current income. Sure. Right. So if you make five thousand dollars a month, why is the government going to give you one thousand dollars a month? Yeah. If you can obviously. But that's the thing. Does the government decide on what a living wage is? 
So then it's you're true. like, hey, my rent's two thousand. We're like, well, they're they're like, hey, well, there's a twelve hundred dollar rent right here. You could just, yeah, you could just move. So here. now this is why this is too complicated. In yeah. My well, it, 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 yeah, exactly. It's too complicated because one, there's too many people. There's too many variables. There's too many different types of situations that the slightest little bit of difference can make all the difference. You know what I mean? Um, like even just where you live. You know what I mean? Do you live in a in a county in a town that's more expensive than this town or this county you know uh i mean think of where we're at you know hunterdon county as as the example right um versus somewhere like uh you know passaic county you know well it's gonna be way more expensive to live in hunterdon county than it is in passaic county sometimes Right. Yeah. And then, yeah. but then you also have, oh, well, if I go over in this area, it's a lot cheaper to live in Passaic County. Mm-hmm. Now, if I go over in this area, it's a lot cheaper to live in Hunterdon. It's like, well, then you it, say, it hey, changes. my job is here in Hunterdon. And they're like, well, you can commute. Yeah. And, right. then, and then you're like, well, now I need a better car. Yeah. And it's like, the list goes on yeah, and on dude. and on yeah, and yeah, on yeah. and on. And I, I think, I think if we're, you know, to look at, you know, the UBI model, if you want to call it that, um, yep. I think you need to really get super basic, like start mm-hmm. super basic. What, like you said, what is it? What is the goal that it's trying to uh, accomplish? You know, is it helping out families who aren't making enough, you know, aren't making any money or, you know, are, are making a little bit of money, but you know, could use the extra money to have a more comfortable uh, living situation. What is it trying to do? Yes, you know, uh, it, in my head, my thinking is it's trying to give everybody a base income, no matter if you have a job, if you don't have a job. That's it. Right. So and I think it's more targeted to people who don't have jobs, who don't have, you know, um, a comfortable wage. You know, maybe they're they have nothing like they really have not. Have much but the argument, you know, and I will say the argument is that these people will say, "Well, yeah, they're just going to suck the teat mm-hmm. of the gov, and we're going to pay for it because sure. we're paying taxes because we're working, yeah, and they're not working." But yes, mm-hmm. there are circumstances when maybe that person can't work, but then they would be on disability. But that's only if they had a job. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, these are the arguments. I, sure, you know, it's like my my thing is we pay taxes anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. You pay taxes. I pay taxes. Everybody who works pays taxes. Right. In in my eyes, if I have to pay a dollar, whatever, more. Okay. Well, what if it's seven? Okay. I'm still okay with it. Yeah. I'm still okay with it. But there would be a point to play devil's advocate where you wouldn't be okay with it. There is a point. Of course. Yeah. If if I'm not making any money and it's I'm just paying taxes, well, what the fuck? Why am I working? The 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 people's points are different. That's the thing. It's like these people are like, well, even if it raises five cents, that's uh, ridiculous. Yeah, but five five cents times, you know, how many people live in the United States? Three point eight million or something like that. Okay. Three hundred million. Yeah. Is it three hundred million? I don't fucking know. I just. Yes. All right. So time five cents times, you know, that amount of people. Okay. Mm. You know, again, there's probably. That's where I'm at, dude. The numbers start to, you know, it's like, okay, I paid a little bit and it helps. It helps so much. Like it helps, you know, it helps. That's how I think. I value the betterment of everybody. Like Mm. whether you are, uh, you know, you have a job and it's not making you a lot of money or you don't have a job and you, you know, or you have kids or you don't have kids. If 
me paying a little bit of taxes on my paycheck, mm-hmm. which again does not bother me, uh, goes to helping people in the society that I live in and boost society, then mm-hmm. that's something that I value. I, I'd rather pay taxes than take all the money for myself. Yeah. I me mean, personally, you know, I'd rather pay the extra little bit. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I lose, a, you know, I lose money on my paycheck. It's already, it already happens, right? Does it suck? Sure. I don't get the all the money that I would be getting, but the way I look at it is, okay, well, this is going to be going towards this and this is, you know, it, it's going to other people that need it way more than I do. You know, uh, that's how I look at it. And, and maybe it's people who can't find a job. You know, maybe they have, uh, you know, many people, which dis- is many disability people. of Even some people sort. people who are very intelligent and have degrees and everything. Can't find sure. It. Yeah. Right. It's like, okay, does, does, does taking a little bit of my money hurt me that much and also capitalism no. kicks in dude capitalism kicks in at a certain point mm-hmm. because even if you had a ubi they're not going to pay you 10 g's a month dog. no of they're course they're going to pay you like just maybe barely enough to survive yeah so capitalism is going to kick in like you're going to need more money and you're gonna have to work anyway yeah see i'm okay honestly so you're gonna have to I'm work your of, way out up I'm, out of it anyway. i'm okay with them or it, with a ubi model sorry to cut you off no a ubi model that that gives people Obviously, you don't want to be like, here's a shitload of money to everybody, you know, but if it's focused on specific, a specific people, you know, of like, maybe they are jobless. Okay. Maybe they're homeless or maybe they, and it starts, it goes to those people and the people who actually have jobs and are making above a X number don't get anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. What? Well, sure. What do I have to pay? You know, that's how I look at it. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'd, I'd rather have less homeless people and you know less uh you know um uh, people struggling that can't support their their own kids because you know they broke their leg at their job or something like you know, I, to me like i value those people even though i don't know or them. they're going through some crazy mental health shit and they have no insurance could be anything yeah. it could be anything that they're down on they're down on you know they're down on their luck you know i just to, to completely do agree with the fact that it, they're going to have to make money if they want more money, and that's just the reality. Like, you're not yeah. – even if you did UBI, this is the thing where I'm at. So, first of all, fundamentally, the government doesn't like really to waste money, quote-unquote, to test things. Sure. They're not like a business, right? Businesses have to – you do this marketing. We spent five grand. It didn't work. Okay, we had – like, that's just the beginning. Now we've yeah. figured out what didn't work, so now we can start trying to figure out what does work, right? Yeah. It's always testing, right? Mm-hmm. The government doesn't work that way. So they don't waste time and money on testing shit. They have to have it dialed and down for them to implement it. Mm-hmm. I think with a concept like UBI and probably other concepts that government has implemented too, yeah. it's not they're not going to want to take the five to ten year case study of UBI and then go back on it and go, okay, did this work or, or what? Mm-hmm. And I kind of look at it falling into almost also – it could go in the direction of like a homeless crisis where you have people working on it, but it's not actually getting solved. Mm-hmm. So you could have this UBI forever, but maybe nothing changes, right? Could be. And then you're only looking at statistics, but from the statistics, you could probably infer based on the data that you get collect from the people who you give it to. Yeah. And that would be the way to do it, would be to do a real case study on it. Because I don't think sitting here, any person can know because you're kind of trying to guess the personal decisions that people are going to make. Yeah. And you're really fundamentally trying to guess if people are going to 
choose to help themselves and in which way will they try to help themselves yeah. or will they not try to help themselves? Yeah. See, th- but then also like my, my other thing is like, I'm also okay if that money goes to somebody and they choose not to help themselves. I, I'm pretty much okay with it to that. I'm totally okay to with it. To that threshold of whatever that is where I'm like, holy shit, this is half my check or whatever, you know? Yeah, right. Exactly. I, I don't want to be giving them all but of that my money be, that I'm working for. That would be crazy to think that that would happen though. Like just for UBI, you're you're gonna pay forty thousand percent taxes. Like I, I'm curious. The only to way see they're gonna what, do it, what yeah. what that would actually look like as I'd far love as the tax. Have, maybe we know. should pull up a video of Andrew Yang trying to ex, like actually explaining it, um, because I bet there's a lot of questions that are answered within that. Probably. We also have no fucking clue what we're talking about. We have no idea. <laughs> we, have, but we have no clue. Great question know? from Josh. Though, yeah, it is a great question. Thanks, man. Interesting concept too. Um, do you want to hop in with this little? Note that you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You so never listen. write notes for these shits, dude. I'm in the note guy. I'm the one with the note You're the guy. note guy. Today yeah. you wrote, you get jotted something down. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's just a little story that it was one of those moments where I'm sure you've probably had it where you're like, this shit just doesn't feel real. Like it feels like I'm like on a, like I'm in a movie. Like I, oh, often. Right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm working, I'm in Newark, right? I'm working with this guy. And we're, we're, we're supposed to go to lunch with this, this shop. The guys who I'm working with is really good friends with the shop. So, okay, whatever. I'm down for lunch. So we go, we go to lunch, we sit down, like we're there eating lunch, drinking wine during work hour, which I've never done, you know, but the guy's like, Oh, I insist. Like, it's just a little bit of wine. Okay. You know, everybody's having a good time, whatever. That's kind of crazy just to begin with. Cause it's like, just not normal for me. Where are you located? You're at a wine. Or where are you? It's in a restaurant. Okay. In a restaurant in in Newark. Yeah. So we have lunch, whatever. We go back to this guy's shop and uh, we're like about to leave, right? So I'm literally standing in the road with this guy. We're just bullshitting, talking. Excuse me. Um, And the next thing I know, I hear like a police siren. Like I hear like a whoop, whoop, you know? And I look over and there's this big fucking F-250. Huge. Like it's a big jacked up and it's got police lights on it and I'm like that's weird you know because it's not a new F-250 it's like older like maybe like a 2011 I'm like what the fuck you know that's that's really weird okay. it starts to pull up so I kind of like get off out of the, I get out of the road you know onto the sidewalk and this guy is like half like hanging out of his car and he's like he literally looks like a character out of a movie. Like, this is why I'm like, what the fuck is going on? He's got this tank. He's got a wife beater tank top on, like little spaghetti strap tank top. Fucking steroided Jack looking dude. Bald, like big nose. Like, you know, looks like this big kind of like burly dude. Like you'd literally see as a character in a movie. And he's like half hanging out of his car. And he's got like, um, like a, what do you call it? Like an intercom type of thing. Like, you know, police use it to be like, pull over the car, you yep, know? Yep. And he's literally got one of those, and he's just, I, I, it's gibberish. Like, I literally can't understand what he's saying, but it's echoing through the streets. <laughs> like, it's literally that loud. Closes the door, and the guy, the guy, the owner of the shop that we went to lunch with, he's like, oh, yeah, that's Johnny G. He's like, that's my buddy, Johnny G. And everybody there knew him. And he's just like, he's like, what's up, motherfuckers? Like, what's going on? This dude's like roid raging out. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. So he hands the guy that I'm working with, he's like, here's the, he's like, here's the keys to my truck. Don't, he's like, don't do any burnouts. He's like, then he turns around and he goes, but do some fucking burnouts. I'd be sick. <laughs> like literally like in the middle of the street. So they walk away. Me and, and this guy are still talking, bullshitting for like 25 minutes. They come back. 
And the guy is literally just like, I mean, it's really hard to describe this person, but he's like, he's a character. He's a character. He's a straight up character. So he gets in his car to leave. And I'm like, fully like, this literally just doesn't feel real. Gets in his truck and he's like, I'll see you motherfuckers later. (laughs) And fucking just black smoke just starts pouring out of the tailpipe because it's a diesel. Yeah. Fucking pouring out and the fucking wheels just lights him up right in the middle of the street, right in the middle of the street. Just fucking does this insane burnout. By the time he hits the stop sign, he's probably going like 50 miles an hour. Does not even stop. Nothing goes right fucking through the stop sign and just fucking leaves. And they're like, yeah, it's Johnny G. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I need to go home. I need to get the fuck out of here, dude. This is not my setting at all. Newark, baby. Newark. It's crazy there. Crazy. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, it's, it literally felt like I was like in a movie, like, it was a scene in like the Sopranos or something. <laughs> like this guy pulls up, they're bullshit and talking, and he just fucking peels out and leaves. Crazy. Dude, we're living a different life. Baby. Different. <laughs> different. There's people just living on the goddamn edge of life, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the edge. Man. On the oh yeah, he's threading the needle hard. Threading that, that needle. <laughs> yeah, I just I wanted to share it because it was just crazy. Yeah, like, no, that is amazing, dude. I just I love hearing uh, things of like random New Jersey places too and shit that just happens. Yeah, and, and like I'm just in like we're literally just in like a side street in Newark, like just mm-hmm. just a regular street, just like you know buildings and stuff like around. And this dude just fucking lays a fucking mean burnout <laughs> and fucking blows Dips the stop it. sign and just goes. I was like, what the Dude, fuck? I saw a raid where I live. Did you really? Yeah, man. I saw a raid um, right when I moved in. Uh, wow. Yeah, where I lived at college, it was like the shadier I, I actually area. was um, I actually was just there not to, uh, two, week, two weeks ago, maybe. I literally was what, in at, Galloway? Or? Yeah. I was at, well, I was in Atlantic City and yeah. then I literally drove like saw Stockton University. Nice man. I drove yeah. right, right past it. That's the stomping. I, I really thought I was like, oh, Sally was up. You know, I was there. Dude, my sister goes there now. Oh, okay. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she's smart. And <laughs> I was a little, I did my own thing. Yeah, I get it. But uh, yeah, man. So I'm just driving and driving in, you know, driving to my apartment. Yep. And I come in the entrance. It's like an apartment complex type of deal. Mm-hmm. And I see. Just one car, like one charger. Yeah. There's a lot of presence. Marked or unmarked? Unmarked, yeah. Yeah, 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 There's a lot of presence. So so I lived on a street called East Collins. Okay. And on East Collins, they have a, uh, they had a a, a kind of subsidiary police station, a mini one, on that road just for that specific reason because of these complexes. Yeah. Now I lived in apparently the little bit like not as bad one. Okay. As the one across the street was a little worse. Stabbings, you know, things mm-hmm. you would normally expect. A lot of popping off, like a lot of guns popping off, but Yeah, nobody's not, really getting shot. No, it's just like no more yeah. stabbing like yeah, yeah. stabbings and robbers. And so I'm on the other side, which is a little better. Mm-hmm. But still a presence. Like you'll see a cop roll through. An yeah. unmarked roll through. Sure. That's typical. Yeah. You know who all the drug dealers are and everything. You know the cars and everything. And they do too. But there was one unmarked. And so I go in my apartment and I'm doing my thing. Then I come back out to go leave again. And there is a legitimate... Sur- they just surrounded the entire place. All unmarked explorers and everything. Fuck. Yeah. So, I mean, we knew it was a raid, but we didn't have any other information. 
Didn't oh, that's crazy? Yeah. Did you see them like bust down a door or something? No, I didn't. Like I saw all the half of them inside and half of them outside, but the door's already open. Oh. Because I didn't realize there was a raid. Because when I pulled in, I only saw one car. Yeah. So Even though he was parked up in a spot where I'm like, he's yeah, he's like, checking it out. Yeah. You're like, yeah, that's weird. But you didn't really like. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So you know, um, we were in our apartment and we texted our neighbor mm-hmm. one time, or he texted us or whatever. We were texting him, and I'm um, like, "Yo, Wayne." We're like texting Wayne. Hey, yo, Wayne, you hear that? And he goes. Ah, uh, yeah, man. They're just probably testing out the strap. <laughs> and I'm like, Wayne, what's good, bro? I'm like, I'm like, this is where I live. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. When I moved in there, I'm so naive, right? And there's some, this is South Jersey, a lot of sand, a lot of pine trees, right? Sand. That's the vibe down there. Yeah. And so I go in the back of the complex and there's these, I notice these trails through the woods. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, this seems cool. Maybe I'll go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bro, I'm so naive when I move yeah. in this place. I don't see anything. Yeah. I'm so t- blinded for tunnel vision. So I'm walking through. I just see wraps on the ground. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. That's normal. And then as nights go on and my windows open, I start hearing some sound. Mm-hmm. The sounds, you know? <laughs> the sounds. Yeah, yeah, the sounds. And, um, you know, yeah, man. I mean, I was, I felt like, um, never felt scared or threatened at all mm-hmm. living, living there. Um, multiple domestic violence calls yeah. very often, dude, very often. Interesting. Um, you know, all the time within the amount of apartments I could see, you know, weekly. Sure. Um, I had my neighbor, I guess he was my neighbor or he was like the baby daddy of my neighbor or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I know people there too. I know some of the people like this isn't like all terrible. I don't want to paint this to- totally bad picture because sure, I lived sure. there and I was just like everybody else. Yeah. Um, but my neighbor threw his who I don't know these people, but he threw her phone down the stairs, mm. just like exploded it. Yeah. And then, and we're in the apartment and I hear the phone go, duh, 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 duh. and I'm like, yo, <laughs> we can't, I'm, we were going to go out, but I'm like, we should just hang tight for, yeah, a, hang second, on for, hang on for a second. Yeah. And, uh, so then the cops come and yep. they do the whole thing. They stand outside. The guy comes out, they talk to him, you know, the whole thing. And then they leave. Yep. Yeah, and then our other neighbors, you weren't, I don't think, allowed to have pets, and they had a pit bull in a crate. <laughs> Dude, they had a, they it's walked wild. it. They took it out to walk it, but they I live, like, in the apartment, but it's like, when you open the door, yo. So uh, they have to kind of keep it in the crate. Keep it, yeah. yeah. We Dude, saw some shit there, dude. Dude, have you ever seen, um, have you ever seen, like, the, um, I don't know if it's, like, a, a, a what they consider it, but, like, they're, like, um, live stream raids. You ever seen those? Like uh, somebody who might be like gaming on Twitch or something like that. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. talking about them streaming a live, uh, them live streaming a raid. No, you're no, talking no, no, about like somebody, somebody getting who's, raided who's on a live. Stream. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Have you ever seen man. that? Have you seen those? I, I, not that I like. I've probably seen them on TikTok or whatever. Okay. Or, or like I've probably seen them in passing. But yeah, yeah. So so basically, what happens is, say somebody who's uh, you know, they're live streaming like gaming, right? So they're gaming. They've got the webcam on them, whatever. They've got people in the chat that are you know engaging, whatever. Somebody who's watching their stream through that IP address or however they figure it out of where that person is, they get their address, right? They call in an anonymous tip to the police and they're like, this person is, you know, doing this or whatever. They they can, they accuse them of some type of crime to get the police to come in and literally raid their house. Like, like there's some kind of like cartel in the house like they fucking blow down the doors they put people like they, uh, it's all like while the live stream is going on the cops blow down the door grab like people put them on the ground and like, like what's going on here we, were, we got a tip that there was like 
drugs or, you know, whatever prostitution or some, you know, whatever crazy thing that they get accused of. The guy's like, I'm just like live streaming video games, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, and then they like figure it out and they're like, oh, and they like unhandcuff them and stuff. But it's crazy. It happens like pretty often, like to like small streamers. But it's crazy. I've seen I've seen a couple of those videos. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, imagine just streaming and the fucking cops blow down your door. Like, I like how Jet. I like how Jeffrey Dahmer's neighbors like he's sawing up bodies. It smells like shit in here. <laughs> like, I think there's there's people coming going in and not coming out. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, man, we took you know. I mean, there's only so much we could do. Yeah, we looked, you know? we looked into it. Enough. Yeah, it's we looked into it. It's probably fine. Did you watch um Did you watch the Dahmer thing on but my, uh, Netflix? Yet? I did. But my point was that oh, okay. now you don't need anything. Like, you can just be anonymous and get somebody fall fucked up. I thought that's not possible, though. I thought you can't raid off, like, a tip like that. If you have no evidence, you can't break into somebody's house. I don't think that's possible. Like, I don't believe that. I, well, huh? Yeah. I don't know. Dude, I'm telling... I'm just, but there's, I'm just giving but you But there's videos, though, when the cop is actually saying, like, we got tipped off, like, we have... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. or is this a raid and this guy's a drug dealer and they're painting it out, painting a picture like somebody set him up? Because they're a fucking drug dealer, and obviously it, they'd say that. Dude, it could be, but a lot of the times you'll see, like, that there's no charges. Like, or, there's okay, nothing or they're, like, legitimate streamers with... with they're streamers, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, it's... With full job, and, like, they're, yeah, they're actually they're just not like, doing any fuck shit. <laughs> oh, but true, if there's so many people watching, somebody's bound to do that, too. Yeah, because if they're really big, and they have nice big the, houses the, and the whole thing, and it looks like they're, like, kind of trapping a little bit. Like, they could be streaming or trapping, dog. You yeah. look at a streamer's lifestyle, it's like, wake up when I want, you know, like, hang out with my... My dog, my dog, or something. See, and I don't know. I don't agree with that, dude. Streaming is like a full time thing for some people. Yeah, that's like because me like, being like, dude, you, all, you have an online business. Bro. Yeah, you just sit on. Well, the beach like people who like stream, a lot of times, like obviously they're doing like content, you know, creating. What I'm saying, it looks so, like you're trapping, though. That's what I'm saying. It could look like that. Yeah, I guess it could. You have a big house. No, you know what? I'm getting it wrong. It's not streamers. It's YouTube stars. Those are the people I'm thinking about. Like Vlad. Not Vlad. Um, (laughs) Vlad TV. I love Vlad. No, why am I thinking of uh, something else TV, dude? He was a prank guy and he got arrested, dude, and the video is so funny. He's outside of his house next to his Range Rover. Damn, I know. uh, 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 Oh, shit. Uh, It's something with a V. It'll come to me. Yeah, even if you say it, I I probably don't even know it. Vitality. Yeah, vitalized. That's what it's called. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no this, clue. This one's pretty. This it's not even a raid, but like they just go in and arrest them. It's pretty funny. <laughs> was he doing some fuck shit? Or yeah, he... I'm pretty sure he was involved in uh, some shit. Yeah. You ever see where? Yo, I love the entire market of them taking down, trying to take down YouTubers yeah. of people who get DUIs. It's like, like, dude, he got a DUI. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't mean he's like a fully blown alcoholic. Like he fucked up major. Yeah. Yeah. But you're just like your entire content is just trying to talk shit on somebody else who's like probably their life is pretty fucked right now and like probably make a made a bad decision (laughs) and you're entire like and then their whole basis i love the people calling out scammers bro without scammers you wouldn't fucking exist (laughs) yeah right they already scammed yeah like your whole thing is talking shit on a person who might not even be scamming right now right i don't know it's just interesting to me like i just don't have that patience to try to like try to paint a picture of somebody in the guise of like I'm saving them from all the their fans being loving them. Yeah, they're like these <laughs> yeah. people are evil, dude. I they don't they don't, you, they don't know, but I do. And th- and my thing is you're literally promoting all of their shit. <laughs> yeah, you're just making them bigger to get views. Yeah. yeah. For you. This whole thing's selfish. You have yeah. nothing to do with them. Yeah. Yeah, man, very weird, but I, I uh this is a, a uh, an observation I had uh, recently. Yeah. About these YouTube guys. Yeah, I don't know. I mean like my YouTube um my YouTube history catalog whatever you want to call it um is 
I don't know. I don't really, I, like, I watch a lot of, like, gaming on YouTube, so, like, that's a big part of it. Um, I watch a lot of golf shit on YouTube. Some music stuff. Some people who, like, play guitar and things like that. That's really about it. Dude, so, like, I, watch- I don't watch, like, a lot of, like, personality, like, like, oh, uh, let's, you know, do this challenge of no, some no, weird it. shit. Yeah, like, I'm like, I just don't have any interest in, like, the whole, like, vlogging and, like, I'm going to the mall today. The problem is they're the same shit. every day. All vlogs are the same every day. They just yeah. do a different thing in the place that they did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, they hear, like, it's the same format, and then they swap out things they did. Yesterday, I took a bike ride. Today, I went and got the mail. The next day, I fucking it got a soda. Yeah. And then I met a guy, and I talked to him, and I put him on camera, and then I was smoking a cigarette. Then I was like... Yeah. So, it's like... It's kind of like... I get... Like, I think it's cool, but, but then what vlogs make you realize... What the best vlogs in the world make you realize is that even those people's lives aren't that interesting. No. Like, I still get bored of their, their shit. Yeah. Even well, if you're and, and everybody does. That's why, like, if you look at people who, like, were big vloggers... Um, they don't last very long. No. Like they have like this time where they're like super like, oh my god, they're getting millions of views, and then it's just nothing. I Nobody's not watching. Long, dude. Nobody's because wa- it's like you run out of ideas and things to do, and then you start doing some cringy ass shit. Then you gotta leave. Yes, trying to you get start, views. Yes, yes. You turn into trying to get views. Then you gotta leave and go mm-hmm. ghost and be like, I'm quitting. And you yeah. have a YouTube video they do. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Even though I put a bunch of followers and made all this money, but fuck you. Yeah. And like, I'm pursuing my dreams. And then six months later, they're like, they do the crawling back, you know? Or, <laughs> yeah. you know? It's like, that's the whole play. That's what you have yeah. to do. All vloggers do it. Yeah. Yeah. No There's disrespect, only- man. Get it how you live it, dog. It's ma- it's hard to make a vlog. I'm not saying it's True. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually right. really hard. Yeah. Like, we're I'm- just sitting here talking. Like, yeah. They have to film the whole shit. Yeah, we don't know what we're talking about. We have, again, the only thing I can say, like that, might is, be the exception. Ah, uh, shit talk. The exception to that rule. Um, there was this uh this YouTuber who was um gamer. You know, um his name was uh his name is you know he, title or whatever is Nanners. Um, and he he actually quit doing YouTube during when he was like as big as he got. Like he was like at his peak, and he was like. I just literally can't take this shit for my mental health anymore. Dude disappeared for like four or five years and just like nothing, no social media, no YouTube videos, nothing. And then he came back and he was like, Hey, this is why I did it. And I had to go through all of this stuff. And now I'm going to start making videos when I want to. Like, he's like, I'm not trying to do the whole grind of like trying to do this and do that. He's like, I'm just going to put out videos cause I like to play video games and have fun and that's it. And he's like, if you want to watch, watch. If you don't, don't watch. He's like, does not matter to me. He's like, I'm just, you know, I had to do what I had to do. You know, sorry to the people that I let down, like all that stuff. And I'm like, I respect it because like he literally was like, he could have still been like one of those big names that you you just know, you know, if you're in that kind of like gaming community, you know. That I respect. I respect. I respect it. You know, I'm like the dude just literally couldn't take it anymore. But you know that some people doing it for views. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the entire content game is really interesting to me. I'm just trying to do something with podcasts. Like, I'm not trying to get all caught up in the rest of it. But my, my thing is find what works and then just do that over and over again. Yeah. Because it's, it's, good, it's a good plan. Yeah. I mean, when people start making stuff, they start they, they do a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they don't really pick one thing because they are pissed that, like, none of them worked. Because they're like, they'll go like, all right, I'll try 10 things. None of them work. None of them are supposed to. Yeah. One will just work 2% better than the other ones. Yeah. Like, what's the one that works... Just a little bit more. 
you know, then you have to go lean into that one. Yeah. It's actually hard and annoying. Yeah. That's the fucking main issue. <laughs> right. It's everybody who starts a little online business and then doesn't, sells a few widgets and that's it. Widgets. Yeah. I always loved how they use that in examples. Like, who's ever used a fucking widget, dude? What even is that? Remember? Well, that was like the that thing was before, on the fr- Yeah, before that, apps were apps, they were widgets. Yeah, but it, before uh, before widgets were widgets on apps, they were widgets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, what the fuck is that? I remember, yeah, what I the remember. hell is a widget? I think it's just a... Let's, can we go get a real definition? Yeah, we can. Of course we, of course we I can. I need a real... De- we're going to end on the widget. That's fine. We'll get. We'll figure out what a widget is. And as much as I, I'd love to go all day. I like to keep this a little shorter so we can maintain our, maintain our viewership retention. Your viewership retention level <laughs> six point five. Um, what is a widget? What is a widget? Oh man, this is a. Fun. Oh, bo- oh boy. Oh <laughs> uh, no! You, do like regular dictionary. Oh. Um, can we just do this? Was an example of a widget. I, do, do they have like a oh, here, well no this is a good okay. this is a good definition so um, widgets include icons pull down menus buttons selection boxes progress indicators uh, on off check marks scroll bars windows window edges uh, that you let let you resize the window toggle buttons form and many other devices for displaying information and for inviting accepting and responding to user actions widget is not a result of the internet though I don't think I think it had a definition before software oh I believe I be, I could be completely wrong. Widget. What is the widget out outside of software? Software. I would say original definition. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we could look that up. Uh, let's try that. Yeah, I I've I've heard. I believe it's in Think and Grow Rich, which is from the twenties. Widget is thought to have come from the word gadget. Uh, the original meaning of it seems to be de- to describe something that you couldn't think of the oh, word Oh, it looks for. like they have some history in there. Let's go check that out. Or maybe the wiki. Uh, yeah, the wiki, wiki, wiki. Yeah, I need an 18th century pronunciation here. Mm. Can I get a definition? Yeah, a placeholder name for an unnamed specific or a hypothetical manufactured good or product. Yes. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, so an unspecific oh, okay. example, right? So that's why they use widgets. Like, like they use them in business books since the beginning of business books because that was like the unspecified product of like, okay, imagine you sell 10 widgets for $100. That means your uh, gross revenue was $1,000. That's what they would oh, say. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see. Suppose we have a widget factory that produces 100 units per year. Okay, I get it. So it's, a, it's just like a placeholder yep. for nothing. I knew it was before the internet, though. Uh, here's how, oh, look at this. Uh, uh, a floating device inside a beer can meant to create foam when opened. Uh, like in Guinness, yeah. A widget. Yeah, a widget. A widget. Or a okay, small... Guinness uses a carbon widget in that case. There you go. Yeah. Uh, or it could be a small scraping tool consisting of a blade and a handle commonly used to remove paint from glass and other smooth surfaces. No way, dude. Widget is multi-definition. Dude, it's everywhere. Multi-definitory term. Yeah. Wow. I had no idea. Etymology. Unadapted borrowing from English widget. Uh, who? Yeah. Widget. Widget. <laughs> It had to be fucking English, dude. Yeah, There's no course, way. Course. There's no way it was Slovakian or no. Lithuanian. <laughs> no, no, not way. a fucking chance. <laughs> and on that note, we've made a couple widgets today. Yeah, enjoy your widgets. Couple unspecified widgets. <laughs> Another installment of the all over the place. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. Sh- as Miller calls it, shit talk. Shit talk.
This has been another episode of The Shit Show. Trent, anything you want to say before we sign out, buddy? I'm good. I'm good, man. Appreciate you having me on and doing this. This is always fun. So Anytime, man. I figured, hey, we don't have a guest this week. Let's rock and roll. Let's get it going, man. Absolutely. Yeah, and for people sticking with us, really appreciate you there, uh, whether you're listening or, or watching. And, yeah, I mean, the only way that we can get this thing growing is just if you send it to somebody. So, yeah. If you're like, hey, man, do you want to waste about an hour <laughs> and probably learn maybe a couple definitions at the <laughs> nothing. best? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. You want to listen to some bullshit and learn nothing? We got something. If you want to waste your time, dude, I have the perfect segment for you. Yep. And if there's somebody like that in your life, you should send them this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you have somebody in your life that does nothing with their life, they don't do anything, they don't have passions, no hobbies, no pursuits, you should send them this. Yeah. This will get them to speak. Spark up their motivation about nothing, things that they don't even care about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah See? Yeah. This mm-hmm. is the practical application of the podcast that nobody wow. sees, man. I'm wow. laying it down right here, right now. The reality of the situation. If you have a piece of shit in your life, <laughs> send them this episode, dude. Send it to them. If you have an overachiever, not, I would say... Not for them. Wait. <laughs> send them away. something. Yeah. Send them a book. Send yeah. them something they're going to use. They're right. making money, these people. Yeah, not, not if this. If you have, you know, just a worthless pile of nothing we want them of 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 just endless yeah uh you know vapid yeah uh, reliance yeah on others to survive and Mm -hmm. inconsistencies in their behavior pull up and (laughs) pull up destruction of their internal and external life and then those around them and if they do those things then you should definitely recommend this podcast to them yeah it'll help them on that note Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Shit Show here on Bobcast. We are coming at you every single week. You know the deal. I say it every time. We are on all platforms, even the ones nobody uses. Deuces. Peace. Perfect.